Um, hi guys. Hi everyone. Hello. I oh my god, why do I keep singing? I need to stop doing that. That's okay. You're like a little MC. I'm a, yeah, I'm like a little. <laughs> but we already have. That's the thing, though. We already have an MC. That's the background music. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sure it's fa- I'm sure it's faded out by it's now. It's fine. It's faded out. <laughs> um. Yeah. Welcome back to uh, the show, everybody. Oh my god. Hi. Hey. Um. Today. It, today is Tuesday. Uh, or no. I mean. Yes, ma'am. It's whatever day it is for you as you're listening. But today for us, it's Tuesday. Um. And we've just had, um, you know, a week, and uh, we're talking about books. We are talking about books today. We are, we are gonna get real nerdy, but real cute. We're real cute, real nerdy. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna be. We're gonna be cute, fun, and um, creative, um, unique nerve. We have some nerve and some talent in there. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So and, and so do all these books we're gonna talk about today. Literally all these books. <laughs> Uh, yeah, today we're talking about, like, books that have raised us, our most favorite books of all time. Um, for me, I know at least I'm talking about some books that I haven't read yet, but I know they're going to be my favorites once I read them because I'm already into it. Um, oh, yeah. I'm already into the gig. And, uh, yeah, um, stroll along. Uh, you know, I don't know, do whatever. Um, maybe we'll have, like, a list of the books that we're talking about. I don't know if we get yeah, that far. I don't know. Um, but I think it's safe to say, Reva, that both of us were a little bit, um, we were like book nerds in school. Yes, yes, right? yes, we were. Yes. Um, I will say though, I haven't like read, like literally since high school, middle school, I have not read that much at all. Like I would read like a book like every week or every two weeks, bitch. It takes me 3000 years to read one book now. <laughs> I mean, same. Like girl, they really fried our intention span. <laughs> they fried it. Yeah. God. I, I, I blame TikTok. I blame TikTok. I blame college. I blame um, society. I blame um, this presidency. I blame anxiety. I blame everything. Yeah. Um. I do have to say that um, I am the ultimate book nerd because I majored in English in college. Girl, she did. So, so I read so many books <laughs> for four years. Girl. And we've been graduated for almost a year now, which is really oopy spooky yes. to say. Um, we've been graduated from college for almost a year, and I honestly, since I've graduated, I've probably read, like, four books. Yeah. Because reading still feels like homework. Oh, bitch, I read two, and I'm reading my second one right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm reading my second one, and it feels like, it feels like if you don't read, you feel, like, ashamed that you haven't read that, you know, in the day, or, like, if you just don't finish a book, you feel just, like, bad that you haven't finished a book, and so it's just, like... I'm trying to get back into yeah. that point where I would read all the time, and I'm like, bitch, that day is long gone. I am trying. Long gone. Girl. We had so much free time yes. in, like, elementary school. And we had no worries. The amount of worries we didn't have, the worries that we had, we completely made up in our heads. Did you know that? Girl, yes. Like, what was I worried about? What? Like, girl. Like, like, who, like, who put their mouth on the waterfall? Like, girl. I said, oh, I, I haven't made a friend today? Oh, wow, that sucks. Like, what was going to be served at lunch that, that afternoon? Literally. Oh, my my freaking uh, multiplication homework page of five questions that I didn't complete. <laughs> Girl, those multiplication, um, like, speed tests in um, right. elementary school really got me, really got me good. Anxiety City. Girl. Anxiety City. Ugh. But now we know better that... Being a kid and reading, that's bliss. Oh. Truly. God. So, um, this bitch over here literally sorted out everything, and I did not. It's just, like, a weird conglomerate of, like, every <laughs> book I've ever read. Um, but I know which ones are, like, I know what's up. I just, they're all in one list. So let's go down the line. Um, or let's go yeah. as long as we can go. <laughs> Yes. Until we hit our limit of okay, too much is enough. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> too much is never enough. Too much is never enough. Oh my god, I'm thinking about that song. Never enough. Great show, man. Iconic. There we go. Um, okay, so what is one book that has impacted your life greatly? Okay, I'm gonna start with probably the most obvious answer. Anyone that knows me knows that I am a that. I live, breathe, and die on the hill of the Great Gatsby. Yes. 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 Um, I even have a Great Gatsby tattoo. Yes, she does. I'm, like, 
that committed to the book. And that book I was required reading in high school. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the, obviously, it, like, changed my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read I read that book, and it changed my life. It's the most, to me, a perfect book. Right. The symbolism, the, like, metaphors, imagery, it's it's so easy to grasp. Right. <laughs> that, that when you're reading it, you're not, like, toiling. Right. In your mind, like, what does it mean? <laughs> like... Like, you know what it means. Like It says it. Like, F. Scott Fitzgerald literally tells you what it means. <laughs> right there. <laughs> like, right there. I love it. It's so good. It's so perfect. It's chef's kiss. Right. Like, I read it probably once a year. Um, I just, I love it. It's everything to me. And it's weird. Because usually required readings, the re- like, the books we never want to read. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh, I have, I have to read it. Right. Or I do not want to read it. Um... But when I started reading The Great Gatsby for high school, I got so into it that I read the whole thing in probably, like, two days. Girl! Yeah. It, that's another thing I love with Great Gatsby. It's nice and short. You can read it in two days, because it's really freaking short. Damn. Love that. And it's iconic, and the aesthetic is everything, like, the 20s, and, like, all the characters are, like, well-developed and well-rounded. It's just such a great book. I love well, it. It's a perfect I think book. the great thing about that book, too, is, yeah, the characters are so well-rounded that you don't need a... I mean, with Gatsby, I mean, the backstory is beautiful, like, the way they describe his life. But, like, with everybody else, they're so well-developed. You don't really need that much of a backstory. Like, you kind of know... Yeah, like, you get yeah. it. Yeah. You, like, know everything you need to know. Right. And, like, you, we get backstory on Nick... On Gatsby, mm-hmm. on Daisy, yeah. on Tom. Like, you get backstory on everybody. Right. And it's so short, and it comes to the perfect ending. At the end, I'm not like, I need a sequel. Right. No, like, no. that's the end of that. No. Um, and all the movies that were made by the great, like, like based on the great Gatsby were great. Right. It's the perfect story, and it's, like, the perfect book for high schoolers to read. It's, like, the perfect intro to symbolism. Mm-hmm and imagery Mm -hmm. and it's just it brings me like uh, it's like my comfort book i love i love right yeah and and no like in my personal opinion i think the the newest one um the newest movie adaption with leonardo dicaprio a fucking chef one wow girl what a movie i love that movie so much that movie is great the one with robert webford's like okay but i think like it lacks the the (laughs) Like, the effervescence and the oomph oomph of the 20s. Like, it just... It's something about that other... And then, like, when they mixed... And, like, the thing that, um... That the, um... Filmmaker... I can't say his whole name. I don't know. It's, like, Baz or something. Isn't it Baz Luhrmann? Yeah, it's Baz Luhrmann. The thing that's so iconic about him, he mixes rap with that jazz... What? Yeah. Come on! Wow! Well, and a lot of, like... Like, I remember when that movie came out. Yeah. And, um, my, I think actually I might've been reading The Great Gatsby at the time it came out. Mm. I think they might've Yeah, it pretty nicely. It did. It did. I remember cause I was reading the, I was reading The Great Gatsby too. And it, or like, I think I've read it like either the year before or the year after, but it was like right after I read it sometime that movie came out and I was like, oh, this yeah, is everything. It's like we were at like the period in our lives where we would be reading The Great right. Gatsby in school. Um, and my teacher hated the, um, like the rap with like the 20s and i was just like but the whole beauty of it i think was that there was so much the the modern music brought like a liveliness to it right that um, yes that like made it so much brighter and like the bright colors i thought it was i thought it was great the only thing i hated was that they made like naked alcoholic at the end that really pissed me off i was like okay but that was such a tiny little detail that they you know, right. Fudge. Right. But I was fine with it. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Incredible. <laughs> that is yet another movie. He should have won an Oscar in because it was so good. Like, Oh my God. I don't even think he was, he probably wasn't even nominated for that. I don't think he was, but and that's the no. thing. Like, I don't know why just a side note on Leonardo DiCaprio. I hate that. Like they make him so highly revered, but yet won't give him an Oscar <laughs> or like they'd have, I know. but like just one, like, I remember, like, um, oh my god, um, Joaquin Phoenixes. There you go. <laughs> she, she said it right. Every time I think about Joaquin, the name Joaquin, I think about the, like, every time I see his name, I want to say Jacqueline. So bad. <laughs> but I fixed it. <laughs> yes, you did. You had to try really hard. But you I did. had to try so hard. 
But Joaquin, I remember his, I don't know if it was the SAG Awards or the Oscars, but when he won one of the, he was like, you know, he was like, there's this kid that we, I also used, I always used to like audition with. And every time you would hear that he would, that this person had auditioned, girl, the movie role is going to him or it's going to get, he's offered to him. And he was talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm just like, if all of those people, all, especially the, all those mirror actors have revered this kid, this man, yeah. And he still only has one Oscar. I'm like, what is happening with the world? Like, <sighs> girl, I don't get it. Leo should have about ten Oscars at this girl, point. Girl, at least. Like, like he 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 should be the Meryl Streep. He should be the male Meryl Streep. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know why he is. I don't know. I don't get it. But you know what? If anything, I think it actually makes people like admire him more, right? Because he hasn't won any, but. And it's even since he was a young kid, yes. like when he was in like like what's eating Gilbert he right? when he was a kid. He, girl, he should have won. He should have won an Oscar for that. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, um, That's all I'm saying. anyway, moving on. Yeah, you have one. I do. Um, let's see which one. Um, okay, so there is this author called Ellen Hopkins, mm-hmm. and I think I may have read all but maybe two of her books. Like, and there, her books are very. Oh, she committed. Girl. Well, the the great thing about her books, they were all written in verse. And so, like, it was really... Like, they were, like, 800 pages, but you would get through, like, 400 pages in, like, two days. Like, it's all in yeah, verse. Yeah, it was, it, was like it was, like, one long poem. Right. It's, like, an epic, basically. Yeah. And so... But the great thing is, like, she would talk about, like... Her books was always about, like, um, like drug addiction or just very, like, hard... St- or very taboo stuff, especially, like, when we're talking about, like, teenagers, like, sex and, like you know, falling in love and stuff. And like, I remember her one book I adored. My favorite book of hers is called Burn. And it's about this girl who, um, who was, whose family was in the church of, or they were Mormons. Sorry. And <laughs> they were in the church of Mormons. <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, say the church of night. The church like, of night. Like it's Sabrina. Ah, ah! Can you imagine? <laughs> they were the church of night. Um, <laughs> but they were Mormons and she was like one of six and each, I think each child was named after a um, Confederate um, general. <laughs> like, her dad was that. Um, and basically, she, like, she did something where she was, like, you know, acting out and stuff. Her dad was an alcoholic and, like, basically physically abusive. Her mom didn't do really anything. And she had to raise all these six kids. And she, I think, acted out one day and she did something because she hated her life so much. And then her dad shipped her to her... Uh, her estranged aunt's house in like Nevada. So she goes to live with her aunt in Nevada and like she's learning all about life. She's like interacting with nature. She's like feeling alive and she falls in love with this guy who lives in the town or in the nearby town. They fall in love. She becomes like pregnant, so on and so forth. I won't give out the ending, but it's such a good book because I think it really sparked my it really sparked my uh my incessant need for emotion. <laughs> and intensity um and it was just yeah they were so good like and like she had this way where she would just like she like ellen hopkins i don't know why she just captivates you like with each page like she really keeps you on a cliffhanger and so it's like one of those things where you have to read the next chapter to understand you know and that's what got me and so yeah anything by ellen it's a real page turner a very much a page turner like and literally once you read one page you couldn't stop reading like i could go through a whole book in like a day it's crazy I love books like that. Oh, it was... Where you you can't even, like, stop to pee. Like, you have to bring the book to the bathroom with you to pee. To pee. <laughs> to pee, mind you. And then you, then you read, like, five pages. That's what I'm saying. And then another thing with me, too, is, like, I have such a hard time with reading. And I did not know... I didn't know this when I was in high school. But apparently, even back then, I had this thing called eye convergency syndrome. Where it's very hard for me... Or it's very hard for my eyes to focus and work together at the same time. So I have to actually, like, make my eyes focus sometimes. And when that happens with reading, um, it's really hard for me to read because then I have to concentrate and focus my eyes so much that I will literally fall asleep. And for years, it was this was happening, and I didn't know why. And I was like, why am I falling asleep literally after 10 minutes of reading? I only got to page 15. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> but so what I usually do is I usually, I usually like to have an audiobook with me as I'm reading because it helps me to concentrate and... It, it helps me, like, sometimes if my eyes get tired, I can just, like, refocus my eyes, but at least I don't keep my, you know, place. 
I don't lose my place in the book because the audiobook is reading for me, so I'm just like, okay. And then also, right. yeah, and then it also, like, adds, like, emotion and all that crap, you know. Um, but the fascinating thing with these is I didn't need an audiobook. That's how captivated I was. Bitch, I was yeah, literally... that's crazy. Yeah, like, I was in it. I was reading it word for word, and it was so beautiful and so easy, and everything was written in verse, and I... Anything by Ellen Hawkins, I will put my gold-ass stamp on, bitch. It's everything. So are those, like, um... Like, did you read those in high school? Yes, I wrote them. I read them in, like, eighth grade and then, like, all of high school. Until, like, okay. senior year. I have to say um, that with reading, I was, um, I do not have eye convergency syndrome, so I cannot compare my experience to Reba's. I'm sure it's very challenging. I hate it. Um, but, like, you know, like, when you read um, with no audiobook, you sort of read it in your mind. Yes. You have, you have, like, a little voice in your head that narrates yeah. the story. Yeah. I feel like with an audiobook, when you're listening to an audiobook and reading along, it takes away the little voice in your head because it's doing it for you, mm-hmm. and that saves you so much energy. Yes, it takes so much energy. Yes, for that little voice in your yes. head to read every single word. Oh my god, like, line by line. Yes, and then I've also noticed too that sometimes I'll be using audiobooks so much, and then if I have a book and I don't have the audiobook with it, or yeah, if I don't have the counterpart uh, audiobook with it. My, and I have to read by myself. That little voice in my head becomes the audiobook, like I, because that's how yeah. I've trained my brain to like read it. Because when you're reading with an audiobook, now you're reading at the pace and phrasing that the person is speaking. And so now, when you're taking that all away and you just read a book by yourself, you'll literally—it's like they imprinted on you <laughs> how to read, <Yeah. laughs> and you're now reading with the phrasing and emotion inside your head. So for some reason, it acts, it's actually like helped. And so yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's really cool, though. Um, like a long book like that written in verse. That's so cool. It was. It's just so great because that's another thing too that's so intimidating about books is like, bitch, if that shit's eight hundred pages. Guess who's not gonna finish it? <laughs> oh, me. Hello. Hello. I'd read Harry Potter until I was in high school because it looked too long. Girl, I read. I reread Harry Potter, never finishing it. Reread it like seven times, never finishing it because it was so long. Those books are so long. Yes. And don't get me wrong, I was going to write Harry down Harry Potter, but I think that's just a given. Like, I don't know too many people that haven't either seen the movies or read the books. Right. Like, you've done one of the two, you, or if not both. Girl, you've seen a clip or read a sentence. Like, come on. Right, come, come on. on. <laughs> so I was going to put down Harry Potter, but I feel like, girl. It's a given. That's, that's a, a little too basic, even for me. That, or it's just like, now that's just like a kind of like a rite of passage. Like, if you haven't seen the book or read the movie, right. like, girl, are you even a child? Like, like what are you doing? Girl, I I lived in a heavily Christianized household, and I still snuck around and watched Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> Same. I have like I have cousins that are like really really Christian, and like you know, even they read Harry Potter. That's what and I'm they saying. Were, like, <laughs> I'm saying. I was like, but the, but it's witchcraft. She literally thought it was witchcraft. I said, girl, I, I think I guess I'm kind of snuck on a, a desk. And, girl, I said, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Because I recorded. <laughs> I, I brainstormed some ways, sis. Okay. Tell me why, though. When I went to I went to Universal Studios and I went to Harry Potter, and I was a full grown adult, mind you. I was oh, in, girl. It was 2018. <laughs> I was an adult. Adult. Yeah, th- three years ago, and um, I got my little wand, my little magic wand, <sighs> and with um, the wand, you can perform spells because they have like, a little sensor right. in them, and you can like perform spells around the park. I was. You couldn't tell me nothing. Nothing. I thought. I was magic <laughs> i bitch i am I, you couldn't tell me i was in the house of slytherin at that point i was freaking flisking that one so hard it almost cracked yeah. okay i was swishing and flicking all day i had my slytherin sweatshirt girl, on. you couldn't tell you couldn't me tell nothing. me nothing girl <laughs> that's actually like really funny we're talking about harry potter because i was literally watching the second movie last night Oh my god, I love that. I haven't watched the movies in so long. I really should, like, go back and watch Girl, them. I have Peacock, and so they're just on there for free right now, and I'm just like, oh, this is it. Are they really? Yeah. Pe- they're on Peacock for free? They're on Peacock. Shut up. Girl. See, I thought Peacock was a load of bullshit, because I signed up for the free thing, and there was a bunch of stuff where you can only get, like, two episodes of it, and I was like... Girl, no. You told me it was free. Not, not now, girl. They got, like, a girl. They got all eight... Ep- oh, I'm getting... I'm getting on that as soon as we're done recording this, and that's what I'm doing. Girl... <laughs> Join me. I've been. I'm literally. I literally just finished. Okay. I just finished the second movie. I'm on the third. The Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. 
prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. With Sirius Black. <laughs> I killed Sirius, Sirius Black. Black. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I, I killed Sirius Black. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I killed Sirius Black. <laughs> Oh my god! Other than, wait, other than Trixie Mattel, I don't know where that's from, but it's amazing. I don't know where that's from. I don't know, honestly. Sometimes I get confused if what I'm doing is from Harry Potter or from Harry Potter puppet pals. <laughs> I can't <laughs> <Sarah is> black. <laughs> I think Bellatrix Lestrange said it or something. Oh my god! I can't Sarah Sarah black. black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm actually crying too. Oh god! Oh god! Okay, all right. So what's another? Any to the who? Oh, what's another, what's a book that you have, what's another book that's imprinted on your soul? Okay, so this one is more of a person who wrote books. Okay. Um, and once again, I'm going very um, stereotypical Katie. When people think of me, they think of um, the Great Caspian and also like Shakespeare. Right. Probably. At least, at least like my family does, mm-hmm. because I'm such a Shakespeare nerd. Right. Um, so once again, Shakespeare required reading in high school and it changed my life. Uh-uh. Um, the first Shakespeare play I ever read was Julius Caesar. Yeah. And then I did Macbeth. Mm-hmm. And then I read Hamlet. I never read Romeo and Juliet in high school, which is weird because I feel like everybody else did. Bitch, not only in high school, I read that thing in middle school, seventh grade, eighth grade, and then tenth grade. I read that thing three times. You read Romeo and Juliet in middle school? In middle school. I wouldn't have been able to comprehend in middle school. Girl, 7th grade, 8th grade. I'd be like, what the hell is this? 7th grade, 8th grade, and 10th grade, they had my ass in Shakespeare's freaking Romeo and Juliet Verona. Okay? <laughs> I had to read it three times. I was like, if I read this anymore, I'm going to croak. I'm going to be Juliet at this point. It is a really good play, though. I read it kind of recently, and I really did enjoy it. Well, it's funny. I... I forgot. Like, now that we're talking, I remember so many books that, like, changed my life, and I'm writing them down. Like, I wrote down one while you were talking about um, Gary Gatsby, but, like, another one, too, when I first read Hamlet and I first understood what he was saying, bitch, changed my world. Also, I remember watching um, the BBC um, uh, dramatic play of it with David Tennant, and... Yes. Girl... Hamlet in the sleep in the sleep of death when dream maze come I I'm telling you I want that I wanted it tattooed somewhere on my body like I love girl that's my favorite my aunt my aunt Catherine had that little uh, section of that speech on the back of her mask card oh she was buried with Hamlet like uh, Hamlet is really 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 good however I'm gonna say that I like Macbeth more than Hamlet don't feel I okay so Macbeth, I actually really liked, um, I like, I love Macbeth. I also love, um, oh my God, her soliloquy, the, what was her name? Lady Cap or something? I don't even know. The wife. Lady Macbeth. Yeah, Lady Macbeth. Wow. Um, <laughs> why do I want to say Lady Catherine? God damn. Um, her soliloquy is so amazing when she's just like, he's like, oh, I can't kill him. And she's just like, I have given suck, bitch. I have... <laughs> I have the, my English teacher who was teaching that play to us read that speech out all of Lady Macbeth's speeches. I think she was like a little horny for Lady That's Macbeth. That's At every single speech, she read it out loud in class with fervor and passion. And when that line came out, she would she literally said it just like this, and I quote, "I have given suck." <laughs> we were like, "What did you say?" That's exactly how she said it. That's exactly how she said it. And then later on in the play, Lady Macbeth goes, unsex me spirits. <laughs> but I, it's such a good soliloquy. It's so great. And it's good. I remember watching a video of like an interview that someone did with Angela Bassett and she recited it. And it quaked my, it quaked my bones to this day how well she did it. <laughs> Lady Macbeth is probably one of Shakespeare's best characters. Yeah, yeah definitely. And she is so iconic. Also, they uh, they came out with a movie for Macbeth um, with Michael Fassbender and a French actress. I can't. I think it's Marion something something something. I can't. Damn. Um, but it was really Google good, it. girl. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I girl. Oh, 
yeah, Macbeth is very good too. But but since high school, I have taken um, a Shakespeare class in college, mm-hmm. and we read Merchant of Venice. Mm-hmm. We read Othello. We read Macbeth again. <laughs> um, and we've read a couple other ones. And I honestly, oh, The Tempest. The Tempest was. I'm also surprised you're not talking about King Lear right now. We also read King Lear. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot about Girl, it. Girl, <laughs> I got you. Because that, you were obsessed with King Lear. Because King Lear is incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. It, it, it's, the, it's so dramatic. Well, it is a drama. Well, it's a tr- is it a trap? It's a history, but it's a, technically a history play. Right. But girl, the drama is everything. I live for the drama, and this play has drama. It has everything. It has family feuds. <laughs> It has um, people gouging their eyes Name out. It. it has cliffs. Name it. It has, um, it has marriage. Yeah. It it has scandal. <laughs> it has horses. I think. <laughs> it, it has dead dads and poison. No, it. You know, I love when people name things. They're just like it has horses. It has drama. It has plays. Mom, <laughs> it's got. <laughs> well, it's like Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> This club has everything. Um, um, disco balls, Doritos, Ted Cortez. <laughs> Sydney Applebaum. Sydney Applebaum. That's exactly every time I think of, like, when, when people are starting naming things, I think of Stefan. Oh, I think of, he said, Mom. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Oh, I just, I, I love Stefan, but I also love Shakespeare, and I love King Lear. It's great. Yeah. Um, it, I, the drama. I'm telling you. If, you. if any of you out there love drama, like, like I'm talking reality show, right. like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians family drama, you will love King Lear. Right. I'm telling you. Um, I've also read um, Twelfth Night, and Twelfth Night was really good. Mm-hmm. And if you like a basic little cute comedy that's really easy to understand, yeah. Twelfth Night. Mm-hmm. Um, I also read A, Mids- a Midsummer's Night's Dream, and bitch, that shit made no sense. I was like confused. Uh-uh. The whole time. Yeah. And I, I what was going on the whole time. I think we read it, or in school we kind of read a little bit of it, but then we watched a movie with, um, oh my god, what's her name? Um, oh my god. Kirsten Dunst. I don't know. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> oh my god. I just threw out a oh, name. Michelle Pfeiffer. So we watched a movie. I wasn't that far off. Girl. It wasn't that far off. Want. Look at that material. Want. Look at the material. That's it. Um, but yeah, we watched the movie and I don't remember much of it. There were so many moving parts though. There was like, he's in love with her, but she's in love with him. And he was, and I was like, yes, cut it. And there were, and there were like fairies yes. and like, and like, fi- and like fake donkeys. And, and I was like, God, is God where on? are we? <laughs> is this even Earth anymore? I didn't, the, the thing I didn't, Midsummer's Night Dream and The Tempest to me have the same energy. The Tempest, right. I don't know if you've read it, but girl, The Tempest is so weird. Oh. It's a lot of like flip flopping right. and a lot of like, nobody's who they say they yeah. are and there uh, there is a romance and that's cute but i'm like what the hell is what am this? i supposed to do with this well apparently it's one of shakespeare's like actually original plays that he wrote himself and i'm like you can tell <laughs> oh you said you Stop can it. tell because this, <laughs> <laughs> this needs another, a little bit of editing <laughs> it needs another out of proofreading because i can't <laughs> so you can tell well, however i do love the name Tempest and would name a child Tempest. Girl. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, that's mine. Just all of Shakespeare. All exactly. of Shakespeare, girl. Um, okay, so my next book, you probably already know, um, but Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte, hands down one of my favorite books in history. Uh, it's so great. It's because it's just so revolutionary. First of all, it was one of the, like, it was, so it was made in the romantic area. So we're talking about, like, that Jane Austen freaking, um, I don't even know, Jane Austen period where it's, like, romanticism and we're falling in love and... Pride and prejudice. Pride and prejudice. Um, <laughs> like... Sense and sensibility. Sense and persuasion. <laughs> like, girl, we're talking about that. Also, that was on my list, too, but, like, anyway. So, I mean, with that time, we're talking about romanticism, but also, um this book not only challenges that idea of romanticism by putting it in a gothic very depressing sense which is amazing it also is like one of the first books of like feminism in that period and it's strong ass feminism it questions 
it, it makes you know all the side character question the realities and the attentions of the main character um especially there's this like one scene where like basically like the male the male lead is his name is fairfax rochester bitch okay okay <laughs> <laughs> it was popular in that time obviously not That's now a choice. <laughs> that was a choice but he had he you know he was really rich and he's like i guess kind of successful but also very depressed and very um in a negative space um and he hires um jane Eyre, who's like i don't know 18 19 at the time to be a governess to his french child and um throughout that whole time he's been like kind of like playing with her emotions and feelings like kind of egging on that he has feelings for her but also putting her in her place at the same time he's like you're my government but i'm in love with you like very very mixed feelings men men, men. this should have told us this should have just told us th- this is how men work <laughs> just read the book this is how men work um and s- if you can because it's about 600 pages long girl <laughs> <laughs> That's like, the, literally, I was actually very proud of myself when I finished this book. I can't believe I finished this book. Um, but, so, there's this one scene where, like, Jane thinks that he's getting married to some bitch in fucking, I don't know, Fairfax, or I don't even know, like, in London or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> and somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> um, and so, she thinks he's getting married to someone, or she's going to get married to someone else, and he, in his mind, is like... I only have eyes for Jane, but she doesn't know that she thinks that I'm marrying somebody else. And so they're going to like this tree in the middle of his land. I don't know. They're walking and they like hit this tree and he's just like, um, she's just like, Oh, um, we've become really good friends. Haven't we? And she's like, yeah, but, uh, I'll be ready to leave when your order to March comes, which means when he'll, she'll be ready to leave when he gets married. And he's like, why would you leave me? And she's like, because you're going to be married. My job would literally be obsolete. She would have a mother. And he's like, I deplore you, don't, don't leave me. And he was, she was like, and she goes into this whole speech where she's just like, am I a feeling without feelings to you? Am I like some dumb ass bitch who like, you don't give a fuck about? Like, <laughs> I really wish that that was a direct I really wish that was a direct <laughs> Well, like the machine without feelings, direct quote, am I this dumb bitch you don't give a fuck about? Not a direct quote. <laughs> it's more just, interpreted. Just, just Jane Eyre being like, am I just some dumb bitch that you don't give a fuck about? She's just like, am I some, like, poor-ass, dumb-ass bitch that you just don't give a fuck? Excuse me, it's Hot Girl Summer. I do whatever the fuck I want. It's Hot Girl I was. I have been raising your child forever. <laughs> oh, it's oh. fuck being good. I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> What's a pick? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, like, it goes into this whole, like, speech where she's just like, do you really think this little of me where I'm not, I don't have any emotions or feelings? Like, you can obviously tell I have feelings for you and you're just playing my fucking string like a bitch and you won't even tell me? Like, so it's like, because it, the speech is so great because it just, it just implements this idea of feminism and like, we shouldn't just be using women all handedly and readily like this. And also like, women have power as well. You can't just like treat us like fucking dogs, you know? Um, Come on, feminism. Come on, feminism. Yeah, and it's just all... And it's also, too... It's great because, like, this is also one of the first books that just, like, has a female... Like, I mean, it's a partnership. You can tell it's two people, but this is written in the profession of, of Jane, which is very rare in this time because it's about a woman. It's about her feelings and all that crap. So, yes, this book is amazing, and I love it, and it's my favorite. So, yeah. We stand. We stand. Is Bella coming? <laughs> I think <laughs> I, kept, I keep looking over. Oh my god! Yeah, Be- Bella has entered the chat. Oh my god, Bella! <laughs> Bella said hi. Hold on, hold the phone one second. Um, but I'm going to talk while I do it, though. Okay. Maybe. Oh, I think she left. All right. I see how. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, she just came in to interrupt. She just she just wanted to be She's, a part of the she show. She like barged down the door. She said, "I'm alive." Walks away. <laughs> in case you forgot about me i'm here <laughs> in case you like wanted to know if it was a born or anything i'm alive walks away thanks say bye yeah anyway um so i'm gonna i'm gonna pivot for like a second okay because um the books i've mentioned have been really important to me in like my um adult life right. i mean i've read the great gatsby and i was probably like 15 16 years mm-hmm. old but it carried through right 
is my adult life, I'm going to pivot for a moment to a book that, um, or I guess, uh, yeah, it's one book, sure, that, um, really changed, changed my life weirdly oh. in, um, in fifth grade. I will never forget reading this book. I don't know if you read it, but it's called Esperanza Rising. Bitch. Please tell me you read this book. let's go. Let's talk about it. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. That book changed my life. I'm convinced that that, that that book made me a Democrat. I'm telling you. Wasn't it? Okay. <laughs> let me, let me see if I have this right. Because I've definitely read the book, but isn't it about a girl who like lives in a trailer or something with her grandma or something like that? Um, I believe they're from, it's about a girl named Esperanza. Yes. Obviously. Um, and her and her family are from, I believe, South America. I don't oh, know where. they're in South America and they have like a farm or something. I think maybe Mexico. Yeah. They- Somewhere. Um, but they have to move. Something happens and they have to hold. I'm going to pause for two seconds. A- entertain the people while I grab my dog who's like really scratching my bed right now. Okay. Mm, um, oh my God. What am I going to do? Um, do, 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 Okay. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! I leave you for two. I it took you a lot. Like by the time I got back, you had just figured out. I was like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do?" Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Do you? Okay. <laughs> I love that though. It was good. It was. Good. It was, it was good. <clears throat> so Esperanza Rising yes. literally changed my life. So yes, um, her and her family they have a little farm, right? And like a little like, uh, and they grow like produce. I yes. think. And I remember her like her and her brother or whatever like. Or a sister, maybe, like, yeah. you know, harvesting the little, right. like, uh, fields. And then something happens, they lose all their money, and they have to, like, skedaddle mm-hmm. to, like, America or whatever. Right. And they're, like, really, really freaking poor. Yes. But in, like, their country, they were, like, pretty well off. Right. Um. So she's, so Esperanza has to learn how to rough it. Yes. <laughs> um. It's just, like, about, like, immigration and, like, living below your means. Like, yes. just being grateful for what you have. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my teacher I think read it aloud to us maybe in fifth grade. Like I don't think we had to like go home and read it. Like I think she read it aloud, mm-hmm. and all of us were so enthralled. We were like, "Oh my god, this book is amazing!" And then I reread it when I was in college for a children's literature class, right. and I was like, "This book <laughs> is like a lot." Yeah. I was like, I can't believe I, like, consumed this yes. in fifth grade. And I remember, I, I couldn't remember, like, the full story. Oh, there was, I think the author made two books that I liked. It was Esperanza Rising and then something else. But I think the other book was about, like, Girl in a Trailer Park. But in this book, I remember it was, like, a produce thing. And she was in a country. She had to move to another country. I'm telling you, yeah. like you, this book single-handedly made me a Democrat. Because I am black and because I read Esperanza <laughs> Rising, I am now a Democrat. <laughs> Honestly, the two books that made me a de- like a hardcore Democrat hardcore. were this book, and like I don't I don't even know like like a like a people's history of the United States girl <laughs> like by Howard Zinn girl like also reading poems by Mary Angelou literally made me liberal ass oh. Democrat like oh and Toni Morrison yeah Toni Toni Morrison in the, the blue side literally made me a Democrat the blue side is a great. Book. Ugh. So good. So good. Um, I have, I, uh, I've only read a couple of chapters, I, this sucks, I've only read a couple of chapters of The Blue Side, I haven't, fi- I was gonna finish it, and then I, I don't know, something happened, but I need to finish it. So, that's probably the next book that I'm gonna, um, get out. But I read, um, I read a couple of chapters of that, I've read a thousand times I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, I've read literally almost all of Maya Angelou's poetry. I am single-handedly a liberal-ass Democrat, okay? <laughs> Check it. <laughs> like, ugh, um, yeah. Stay in my eyes. I think I've only ever read the, the actual poem called um, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. Ugh. The whole book is so good. It's so good. Ugh. Um, it's really good. That should have been a book. See, now I'm thinking about all these books. You don't think about the... Ugh. Wow. Because, like, literally my mom made me read that book when I was, like, about 11 or 12 changed my life and then I've read it like two more times when I was like in high school yeah it, it took me so long to think of books actually yes I, like even though we read so many right. I was just like what the hell was I reading yes um <laughs> don't even know okay so uh I have one it, it's more of a general author than like 
I have two of her books on my list, but, like, it's the author that I'm just like, well, mm -hmm. um, her name is Anne Rand. Um, oh, girl, here girl. we go. Uh, she is Russian, and she, I think she's kind of like the, she's not the founder, but she's like a head, like a figurehead of the objectivism movement. I can't speak objectivism. I always fuck up on that word. <laughs> But it's... It's okay, girl. You got it. Yeah. You, you, you got there eventually. We get it. We got it. Um, but basically, objectivism is like a theory or like an idea of the self or individuality is... Should be the most important aspect of a human's life. Like, mm -hmm. individuality and learning how to stand up for yourself or just being in awe and worshipping, basically, the sense of self is the most important thing in, for humanity. Um, yeah. and her two books, one of them I love, um, it's called Anthem. Girl, love it. And it's really short, sweet, simple. And it's about like, um, it's about like a, a time way in the future, kind of like dystopian where, um, everybody, it doesn't know the word I, or doesn't know of a sense of self. And all they know is about the collective. So they, when the narrator or the main character is talking, he's saying we, he means himself. But he's saying we because he doesn't know the word I, which is like, whoa. It's like he's using um, the, the royal we. Literally. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> Love that. Um, and so throughout the book, he's learning about like, he's basically learning individuality. Like, I feel like that would be such a great book. If you're wanting to learn about objectivism, that is such a great book to like introduce you to it because it's basically kind of like the whole book is kind of like the definition of what it, objectivism is. Um, the second book that I fell in love with this year, I can't get it out of my head. is called the fountainhead. I cut that book. Literally. She, she, she's speechless. I'm she's speechless. speechless. I, Howard Warwick. If you were literally out here existing, I would have your ass. You're, you would be mine. Okay. It, it is literally amazing. It's about this architecture, not architecture, it's about this architect, his name is Howard Warwick, and he knows instinctively that he's going to be the best architect to ever live. Like, he knows. Like, he knows no one has to tell him. He's that confident in himself. And he wants to build things because he loves architecture, not because he wants to profit or he wants to, you know, make a name for himself. He just knows that he's good and that he, he his purpose in life is to build. And so... He goes through all these, like, hardships and challenges, like, and he he falls in love with this girl named Dominique, um, and, and they're another really good character in the book, his name is Peter Keating, and he's kind of like the opposite of hard work, where hard work is the, he's kind of like a stable individuality, he doesn't need anybody to define him, he's just himself, but Peter is like, he needs everybody to define who he is, he he wants recognition. He wants people to think that he's amazing. He wants, he just lives kind of through other people. He lives for status. Like he's not doing the architecture mm -hmm. because he loves it. He's doing it because he just wants the money and the status of it. And so it's such a fucking great book. It really is. Um, anybody, I suggest everybody, especially people who are in architecture, please read this book. Okay. Read it. Read it. Um, yeah. That's all I gotta say. And if you don't, we know where you live. We know where you live, sis. Okay? <laughs> we know where you live. Girl, you you and Anne Rand, honestly, Anne Rand should sponsor you at this point. That's what I'm saying. Sponsor me. Girl. <laughs> but she's dead, so I don't know how she would sponsor me in heaven. Maybe she would... Oh. Maybe, you know what? In my house, there are many mansions. Maybe she'd be good, like, give me a good-ass man. She would give it a good word to the big JC up there and be like, hey, this girl read my books. She has something good going on. I don't know. 100%. I think, I think, I think she could do that. I think she, I think we could try it. I don't know. I think, I think you could make it work. I think we can make it work. Definitely. Uh, like, like, as, as long as they have PayPal in heaven. That's what I'm saying. Is there a cash app? <laughs> Vemo? <laughs> do, do you guys even have Wi-Fi up there? Do you have a Revolut? <laughs> I can't. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So, I'm... Instead of going in depth, I think I'm just gonna rapid fire okay. some of the books that um, I was obsessed with as a child. Okay. The ones that I read the most of, the ones that literally shaped me into the person that I am today. And for all of you listening, this is all gonna—it's all gonna make sense. If you've listened to the last couple episodes and you're like, "Why is she the way she is?" It's about to all—it's it, about to all make sense right now. Yep. Okay. 
first um, of, I think everybody's read these, the Magic Treehouse books. Uh, yes. Hello. Hello. Magic Treehouse. I read the one about Pompeii. It changed um, my life. My, I love the one about Pompeii, but my favorite, favorite, favorite one was the one where they went to space. Yes. Love yes. the one about space. Yes. Called Obsessed with Space when I was a kid. Mm. It was weird. Um, Junie B. Jones. Don't even, girl. If I mention, <laughs> Ma! Girl, if I even say the words, like, the words Judy B. Jones is, like, cursed in this house. Like, she, like, I, she had to literally, like, girl. Pry them. Girl. <laughs> love judy b jones judy b. jones judy b jones is the reason that i am who i am who i, I am because of judy b jones judy b jones is the reason i am here today with you like this like this yes. like this okay and, and and my favorite one was the one where the, i i can see the cover she's in her bathroom in front of the mirror she's missing a tooth. yes here's the tooth and she's like flicking the tooth yeah yes yeah i girl. <laughs> i remember i went to a book fair at the mall one time and i got like a little judy b jones um, little like stuffed animal or like little figurine, and I had that for like eight years. Mm-hmm. Like Judy B. Jones, by far is literally my coiffeville. She is the first <laughs> girl. Love her. She raised Love me. Love Judy B. Jones. I kind of wish there was like a live action Judy B. Jones. Me too. I'm gonna need someone to make that happen. It was so popular. I like literally all the kids in my school were reading Judy B. Jones. I didn't know why that was like same. Freaking Madeline gets two movies, but Judy B. Jones only gets books. That's what I'm saying, and. The and the battle line books were like ten pages, and they made that shit an hour. Girl, I said with Pepito. I said no one cares, gives a fuck about Pepito. Oh my god! I actually never really read the battle line books that much, but I didn't read it that much. I just watched the movie. They weren't for me, and I was like, "Ooh, Francis, um, Francis, let's go, Francis." <laughs> Something. Hey. hey. <laughs> so after Judy B. Jones came Judy Moody. Yes, I was a huge Judy Moody freak. Mm-hmm. Loved her. Um, I loved, girl, this is so me, The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Girl, they had books. Girl. <laughs> and I read them all. Um, I loved, uh, the Click books. Yes. I loved the Click books and I, they made a movie and I also had the movie. I have the DVD. Right. It's literally sitting right in front of me. I could go grab it, but I don't feel like But that had Bridget Miller in it, didn't it? The Click one? The Click movie? It had Bridget it Miller did. in it? Was, was, it wasn't Abigail Breslin, but it was a girl that looked like yeah. her in the movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, everything. I loved Diary of Wimpy Kid books. Oh. I read them all up until we got too old. For yeah, them. like because they still come out with yes. Books. It's like crazy. How long has this boy been perpetually thirteen or twelve years old? <laughs> he should be in college. He should be in college right now. <laughs> He's probably still. He's 12. still walking around twelve. Had ass. Oh my god. With the cheese touch. Touch. <laughs> I loved the Diary of Wimpy Kid books, mostly because they were, it took you five minutes to read them because it was mostly Girl, charities. and like the, I just, yeah, and like the, and like the, the illustrations, everything, everything. They were so, so good. good. Like the little stick figures. Yes. <laughs> um, and I love the Dear Dumb Diary books. Yes. I don't know if you ever saw them, I but did. I was obsessed with them. I got them from my school library mm-hmm. all the time. And then the last um, book series, I will say, because I, w- I was not a Hunger Games kid. I was not a Twilight mm-hmm. kid. I was a Divergent kid. Yes. Okay, I read the Divergent books mm-hmm. and um, they destroyed me. And then the movies were terrible. No, the, so the books sucked. destroyed you and then the movies like literally planted the coffin. They like buried you. Well, what's funny is that I saw the first Divergent movie and I was like, love it. Love it, right? So I read the books. So then I read the books after I saw the first right. movie. And then I... S- saw the rest of, or I, I don't think I even saw the rest of the movies. No, I think I saw, I might have saw Insurgent. Then I found out they were adding characters and changing everything, yeah. and I was like, what? It, it was like Percy Jackson all over again. And you know how bad it is when they won't even finish the series? Like, it literally is just... They didn't even finish it. it, it they didn't even finish it. Because nobody saw it. Because no. people were like, this isn't the book, so I don't care. I don't care, right. Girl. And even still, the book the last book of legion i will not spoil it even though they've been out for forever if you haven't read it it sounds like you probably um the ending even of a legion the last book the book ended in a way that i hated yeah and i so i knew that the movie i was gonna hate it but i was like you know what if if it's the book it's fine but then they were like we're not gonna make it the book and i'm like what (laughs) girl uh yeah divergent destroyed me i cried at the end i don't cry at things i'm pretty sure 
the, the very last page of a legion has like tear stains on it because i was crying uh-uh. it's like kind of like ripped and bumpy because <laughs> the tear stains are dried up the ending was really sad yeah it was sad and i hated it i what was okay so you've mentioned some that were like i will have to okay so i judy b jones literally raised me diary wimpy kid everything um there are these series of books that were diaries of like of princesses who lived you know like in like ancient times like there were it was like a series of books like each each book would be a new diary of a new princess so like one would be like marie antoinette another one was like an african princess and then another one was like a french one or not a french one but another one was like a spanish one and then another one was like cleopatra i don't please shout out (laughs) hit me up in the dms (laughs) hit, hit us up does anyone else remember this fever dream? <laughs> because they were like a series of books that were based. They were like, I don't. Yeah, they were like diary entries or like, I don't know if they were made up or real, but it was like diary entries of like real royals who lived in ancient times. Like, so mm-hmm. yeah, I was addicted. To th- that sounds cool. Yeah, I was addicted to those books. They did ones of like royal people and then they did um, ones of like regular people. Like I remember this one of a girl I of a girl who like moved from Russia to Pennsylvania and she married a coal miner and went through that whole thing very bad <laughs> let me tell you interesting um, that sounds like uh, um the the classic Scranton story yes yeah she like literally <laughs> I think she lived in like Scranton or something like she moved from Russia to Scranton yeah, yeah. um Gosh. that should have been like a heads up on my on my foreshadowing of my <laughs> life um <laughs> um yeah, so those diary books were another thing, too. Um, what was it? Um, I There was this one book. I literally talked to Katie before the podcast started. I was like, dude, there it's called, like, Dance with the Wind or Chase the Wind or, like, yeah. Something with Gone the wind. Gone with the Wind? It could be Gone with the Wind. It's about a ho- It's like a book with horses that I was, like, really into. And I don't remember it at all. Black Beauty? No. It, like, it literally is called, like, Chase the Wind or Dance with the Wind or, like, Something like that. I don't know. It's a movie. It's like a book about horses. Like someone like saves horses. I don't know. God damn it. It's like it's like a newish book. Like it it came out when we were like fifth grade. That changed my life. Oh really? Hold on. I'm gonna. Was it like a chapter book? Yeah, it was a chapter book. It was like it was pretty thick. Books. Books about horses. <laughs> Children's books about horses. Hold on. I'm gonna look up middle middle grade. <laughs> and we're gonna see what happens let's see i've got books called the night ride uh riding freedom oh paint the wind Paint the wind (laughs) i think this is by the same lady that wrote esperanza i'm telling you yeah it's like the same lady the wind. the wind. You said dance with the wind. <laughs> dance with the wind. <laughs> you had the wind. Not the wind. I knew there was something with wind. Girl, the cover of this book. It's so dramatic. It really is dramatic. I used to like look at the cover. I thought it was really pretty though. Yeah, it's like um it's it's a painted picture. It's like a dark yes. dark sky with like stars and this beautiful painted yes. uh, like illustrated looking horse. Yes. It's very majestic. It's very majestic. Oh, that's, I cannot believe I found that. That's Thank so God. funny. I was like, I don't think <laughs> I'm going to the go third to... thing that came up. Oh, my God. I was like, I don't think I'm going to go to sleep if we don't find this bug. <laughs> it was something with the wind. With the wind. The wind. <laughs> oh, I can't believe how much how much I read when I was a kid. I like. I, I, I just consumed it all, and now I consume next to nothing. Literally. Um, yeah. Um, there is. What is it? Um, yeah, also, I mean, my list wouldn't be a list without some Jaina Austin. I already mentioned them. Pride and Prejudice and Persuasion, oh, yeah. um, literally, uh, changed my life. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Point blank. Um, especially the movie. Hi, Matthew, um, Uh-oh. McFadden. Hi. Uh, <laughs> how you doing? Is that, is that Mr. Darcy? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. I am like the last person to think that Mr. Darcy's hot. Oh my god. He's just so beautiful and damaged. Or he's not even damaged. (laughs) Girl, he literally had a whopping case of anxiety and everybody was willing to kill for him. (laughs) He had the biggest anxiety problem. Girl. Um, I would be so annoyed if, if he was playing games with me like that. And then he was just like, and then 
It has the most unsatisfying ending. Well, like, the thing, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, that's so great about it. Like, literally, it has you egging on this entire time for two hours just for one kiss. For a kiss. For a kiss. That's not even, that's not even an actual ending of the movie. It's an alternate ending. It's the U.S. version. So everybody in Britain and, like, London and everybody else in the world are not seeing the kiss. What is the point what? of the movie? <laughs> you know how crazy that is, Dale? They didn't even put the kiss in the actual ending. They put it in an alternate U.S. ending. Like, you know how, like, sometimes... Nicole, hi, if you're watching Investors, hi, chat you out. Remember when, like, we would talk to Nicole and Nicole would come out with a story out of nowhere and we would just look at her like, what was the point of that? <laughs> That's how I feel about Pride and Prejudice. Ah. <laughs> like, someone just told me a story that had no ending and I was like, what was the point of that? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, but it's so good though. It's so good. Um, also, great. another book that I loved um, in high school that was necessary, and I know, I know what you're gonna say because we talk about it all the time. Everybody hates this book. I don't know why I'm in love with this book so much. Um, Ethan, are you about to say what I think you're gonna say? Um, Ethan Frome by Edith Wharton. Oh, I never read it. Oh, you didn't read it. Oh, your brother read it though. No. My brother had it read. Yeah. I think he, I mean, he. I think he said that it was fine. He didn't feel much about yeah. it. He was indifferent. Um, when I read it, literally everybody hated it but me. So. <laughs> um, it's so good, though. It's such a good book. And the movie was so great with Liam Neeson um, and uh, Patricia Arquette. Oh, such a great movie. Oh, they got actors for that Girl, movie. Girl, they got actors. They they rang in some actors for that movie. Um, also, the bitch from okay. um, The Notebook who plays the mom, she was also in that movie. I don't know. I've never seen The Notebook. Oh, girl. You have not lived until you see The Notebook. You gotta see it once just to get the cultures, you know, just to be in the culture zeitgeist. The only, like, Nicholas Sparks movie that I've seen is The Last Song. Bitch, I've seen, like, ugh, girl, The Last Song, The Notebook, Safe Haven, Meshes in a Bottle, um... Oh, a walk to remember. Nights in Rodanth and Rodanthe. Um, <laughs> is it a walk to remember, Nicholas? Bart? Yes, a walk to remember. Girl, never seen. That. Oh, wonderful. I know what it's. Isn't a walk to remember? It's like they like they're in love and then she gets cancer and she dies. Yeah. Damn, that is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. It's the whole movie. Girl, you got like, it. Like, what's to remember? She's oh. dead. <laughs> She got it real quick. Wow. It's like a walk to remember. A walk to remember. You can't just remember. Oh, uh-uh, you just can't remember it. You gotta walk to remember it. <laughs> uh-uh. Okay. Um, yeah, but I loved Ethan Frome so much. So good. Um, even though it's really depressing from beginning to end. <laughs> well, I, that's very you. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is so you. Um, also, 1984. Ugh. <gasps> Love, 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 love. Loved. Love George Orwell. Everybody. 1984 and Animal Farm. And that's a very, like, I don't know why, but his books are very polarizing. Even you, either you, like, absolutely hate them or you're, like, you fall in love with them. I don't know. It's not that I love them. I, like, love them. I have this weird obsession. It's just, I think they're really, um, like, a really good, like, commentary on society. Yeah. Like, um, especially because at the time they were written, like, they were written in, like, the 40s, yeah. I think. Like, around, like, World War II yeah. and, like, communism or whatever. Right. And they're, they're really interesting to look, to read now. Yeah. Like, when we were reading them in high school, we were like, this is what he thought that 1984 was going to be. Yeah. And it's 20, when we were in high school, like, 2014 yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and we were like, oh, my God, we're not, like, that far off from this. No, we're like, not. They're so interesting. Yeah. I just love... I loved. Re- I don't think I could ever read them again, but I loved reading them when I read them because I thought they were really interesting. I oh my god, I love to read it. I don't think I could read it at the, you know, when you like, you can never really match the energy when you read or watch something once. You know, the first time. You know, for the first time. Oh god, yeah. I can never match that. Oof, when I read it the first time. There's that is a whole another episode in itself. Books you wish you could read again yes. for the first time. Oh. Girl. Oh my god. Girl. There are so- the fault the fault in our stars is, is my first thought. I've never read that book. No, I did not. Oh my god, I'm jealous of I you. know. The Fault in Our Stars is like I'm sure if you've read it now, I haven't read it in years. Right. But I'm sure like if I read it now I'd be like, this what is what this? Is this? <laughs> not, an- <laughs> this not another t- teenager dying of a disease we can't cure. Not a- not that. Well 
literally the whole book is like romanticizing cancer. Yes. Like, the and another teenager dying, dying of something we can't cure. Girl, that chunk of time, every book that came out was she has cancer. Yes. Every book, every movie. What? The Fall in Our Stars. Five, five feet. Five feet five apart. Five apart. Um, what? Um, girl, I don't even know. I can't think of them, but there were so many. There were so many. There were, it literally that time. Like, uh-uh, there's one that with Bella Thorne came out. It was called, like, Midnight Sun or something, or Midnight Sky. It was the same thing. Yeah. Well, and that movie was sort of, like, everything, everything. Right. Every- that was the same thing, like, she, well, and everything, everything. I'm about to spoil the whole thing. Spoiler alert, she doesn't have a disease. No, she does not. But, um, but the whole time she thinks she does have a disease, and then she falls in love with a boy because she has the disease. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a little complicated, but it was good. The mom, you know, pulled a, a fast one on her, but she got out of it. It's fine. The mom pulled, like, a Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Literally. Like, she pulled, was like, you're sick. She said, you are sick. You can never leave the house. We're together forever. You, basically, you're you're allergic to the sun. You're allergic to everything. <laughs> you're allergic to the sun. You're allergic to the air. air. You're allergic to the sun. Trees, water, air, breath. <laughs> Human. Everything, everything was really good. No, I, girl. I love that book. I read the book. I finally read the, I read the book after I watched the movie. I, I, that's another book I should have put down here, too. Everything, everything. And that's funny, too, because I, like, a couple weeks ago, when I had a little shmoney money, I rented the movie on YouTube, and I just watched that for two days. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that, that same author ha- came out with another book. It, it's a completely different story. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it was really the good. The Sun is also a star. The sun is also mm-hmm. sorry. So so. I good. haven't read the book yet. Um, I haven't watched the movie. I'm trying to do this thing where I read the book, then watch the movie. I know it's hard. It's hard. It's, hard. <laughs> it's so much quicker to watch. The movie. <laughs> it's so much quicker. <laughs> it's so much quicker. Especially with my an hour and a half. Boom girl, done. <laughs> especially with my skipping capabilities, I can watch that thing in two minutes. <laughs> Reva, you guys. Reva literally when she watches a movie. Even if it's for the first time, she skips chunks in the middle just to get to the end faster. I'm like, girl, yes. you're not going to understand the whole context of the ending. Yes, I do. Because I'm so tired. Can we just get to the point where you fall in love? <laughs> now, I don't mind if you've watched the movie before, but when you watch these for the first time, she skips like half. Yeah, because like here's the thing too like i hate going through like traumatic things on during movies like i'm already living my you life hate conflict you always skip i always conflict. get the conflict. i'm already living my life that's a not conflict that i need like i don't want to watch a movie about conflict like i remember oh when we were watching um goodwill hunting and like the part where like he's like beating down the walls next to her head and he's like you don't love me i was like can we just skip this part and just can we skip they have they have that really big fight. Yes. Yeah. I was like, can we just get to the part where they fall in love? And you were like, no, we have to watch all of it. And I was like, this is literally traumatizing. And the part that you wanted never came. <laughs> <laughs> See, the way you feel about that, and the way you feel about Pretty Purchase, Pretty I feel about Goodwill Hunting. What was the point? If I didn't see it. Okay. Bitch, let me fucking tell you why. Okay, no, we're not gonna argue about this right now because <laughs> at least I get because we're already over an I, hour. It might be an alternate ending. It might be an alternate U version, but at least I get an ending. <laughs> at least I see it coming to girl. Goodwill Hunting has an ending. It's just you have to you have to use I your don't imagination. Use my about Bride of Purchase. Use your imagination, Beach. You're like the movie. Girl, oh my god. In the UK, they have to use their imagination because it's fucking I just uh, Here's the thing that is so wonderful. I just don't understand why she has a problem with my, Why do you have a problem with Bride of Purchase if Goodwill Hunting is doing the same thing? Because at least Goodwill Hunting has Matt Damon. <laughs> <He's hot. laughs> Mr. Darcy is even hot. I wouldn't I wouldn't skip through a field for him. <laughs> I wouldn't walk through a field. Girl, no, I stay home. Oh my god, I stay home. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh god, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he said most ardently, "Yeah, okay, okay." <laughs> well, like that's a beauty part. That's a beautiful part of that. The first part, like the first. We're talking about the 2005 version, guys. Okay, girl. 
that's the best girl a- anything else trash i'm sorry colin first i girl colin first i i'm literally in love with you but the 2005 version really has my heart um wait hold on you may tell me colin first played mr darcy bitch girl he was the original mr darcy he had a whole fucking tv series okay now that i could get behind girl because colin firth like back in the day pretty hot oh my god on instagram the other day i found a picture of colin firth he should have been in my people of things damn i had a whole obsession with colin firth from like the ages of 11 to 14 my people of things he should have been my he said my people of things my pe- my list of people of things of <laughs> oh, damn okay i can't believe you know what special announcement i have to replace one of my things i think i'll just switch out ralph fines for colin firth um because yep. ralph fines good call you know said some things last week that i'm like girl why did you say that <laughs> why <laughs> so now i have to switch out my people because ralph fines thank you thank you very much for ruining it for me um anyway comes bella again oh my god bella here she comes oh here. oh my god bella's here uh, oh she's sound gone she's she's being literally the biggest like pain in my ass oh my god anyway um yeah but Colin Firth he like did a whole it was like a whole series with BBC um and he played Darcy until up until like 2005 and then they made that movie so I see oh she sent him back and I'm back with a vengeance is she gonna lick your ear? Hello. Oh, she can't get to the ear. She was gonna. She was going to. She was gonna. She's gonna find a way. I think she's. I think she's bored. Uh, yes. She's like, <laughs> I need to lick something because like, there's no like, literally, Patrick's downstairs like doing nothing, and I can't get his attention. So yeah. let's see what I can do up here. Honestly, I think she's like, can you be done now? Can you be done. It's time to be done. Because I'm done. Are you done? <laughs> here we go. Um, oh my god, girl. For everybody, because they can't see, she's literally licking the H E L W hockey sticks out of Katie right now. She's oh, she just scratched my face. She's giving you. She's giving her a serious bath. Like I'm looking, and she's giving her a bath. Oh. Girl, I love you. I love you. But no. she said this is our time. <laughs> oh okay. Well, I I think on that note, I think it's time to. Yeah, go. I think it's time to. Get, so. Um, yeah, thanks guys for, um, listening to our favorite book slash movie slash, because it turned into everything during the last 20 minutes. <laughs> slash, um, argument over prior <laughs> prejudice. <laughs> I didn't think we were gonna Slash, slash, um, a, um, a, 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 a piece about Colin Firth. <laughs> <laughs> a piece about Colin I just didn't think we were gonna. I didn't think we were gonna talk about. How, we're gonna have an argument and then talk about Colin Firth. I really didn't think it's gonna come today. But we had a we had a little argument. But but Colin Firth brings everybody. She does. He. I said she does. She does. Um, she, she does. does. She brings. She definitely brings me together. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks guys for listening, and we'll be back next week with Thank some you. other. We'll be back in our bullshit next week or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what. We'll, f- we'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, so uh, bye, bye, guys. Bye. bye.